This is the Merrickville Catch-Up Podcast. Make sure you never miss a thing. Download the Merrickville Catch-Up from the Triple M app. Where am I? Welcome to... Merrickville. Welcome to Bloody Friday, Sydney. Yeah, it's Friday. You know, that means not very far away from can o'clock, or you probably already started your can o'clock. Cam Knight has to start at Cam O'Clock. He's got some work to do. It's Cam O'Clock. Cam O'Clock. It's Cam O'Clock. So confusing yeah. right now. People are going, what are you taking? What are you doing? Are you, are you on the cans? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Not yet, but I'll, I'm hanging in there. Cam Knight's back. And Cam, today, yep. the return of When Animals Attack, part five. Awesome. Can't part wait five. for that. It's time for me to win. It's time. Part, part, part five. five. Yeah, we're, we're, this has gone longer than Police Academy. This exactly. <laughs> There's less episodes of Star Wars. <laughs> That's coming up very shortly. But up next, we're going to be talking about things you can fry. Cop this, Sydney. Cop this, Cam Knight. Yeah. KFC, apparently. We just found out today, one of the boys told me that they're now offering um, fried chicken mm. enthusiasts bath bombs. What do you mean? Okay, like, so KFC smells amazing. Yeah, we're not we're not disputing it does. that. There's no yes. one. There's no one here. Are, we, are you disputing that? Absolutely yeah. not. Are you disputing no. that? It's one of the look, finest smells around. You know who disputes it? Who, who? disputes ISIS. that? They certainly do. <laughs> which is why they're they only currently there. not invited to Triple M. Uh, they just don't bath. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> screw them. Yeah, screw ISIS re- and their unsanitary get- behaviour. <laughs> oh, you know what? I've just decided. <laughs> Oh, and it's official. I've yeah. had a gut full of them oh. and their shitty behaviour. It's time to stop, ISIS. Mm. Yeah, yeah. We, should be doing some, we should be doing something about them. Yeah. Anyway. I think I think we just did. I think they're <laughs> going to stop now after we've said Done. that. Done. Yep. Take that. So uh, KFC, yep. undisputed kings of making some great smells, mm-hmm. uh, have released a fried chicken scented bath bomb. So you know like, oh, you know, like bath bombs? God, we probably I do know. A lot. My kids yeah. love them. I'll yep. buy them from the kids and my yep. missus loves them. Chuck mm-hmm. them in a bath. Boom. <laughs> smells great. Fizzes and yep. farts yep. around. Yep. Yeah. Yep. But you can get one that smells like a schnitzel. Oh, <laughs> oh I don't understand that though because it, hang on, this article that it, uh, I've just seen that you've got, it says that you put it into the bath to instantly smell like a dinner special from so KFC. Good. So it's not just the bucket like of chicken. So that's included in the yeah, but that's also like the gravy and Chips, the mash. Gravy, yep, so essentially, yep. oh. is, so is it going to smell digested? Because then that's just spew. No, 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 no. Right. That's, you know what it is? It's yeah. the it's the the meal deal, yep. right? That's yep. that has just come out and it is stinking hot, right? Mm. It's literally just been served. It's on the tray, and then that is the smell that you put yourself in a bathroom. Imagine going in that bath. You would not. You'd be so confused as to what to do. You're nude. You just you're start in that eating. bath. You just go. Oh I might God. have a chew on my own drumstick. Oh, my only. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're like, have a couple, it's might have looking to, good. Might have to have a couple of ribs. A couple of ribs. Yeah. My only concern. <laughs> hey, babe, do you want to do you want to break the do you want to break the the wishing bone? <laughs> Grab the pastor's nose. Grab the pastor's nose. Grab it again. Keep grabbing it. It would be very confusing. My only concern is the colour. The bath bombs give off colour mess. Yeah, some do. What colour is fried chicken? Well, sort of a brownie yellow colour. Do you want want to drop that in the bath? Mate, why are you thinking about these things? Again, consequential thinking. It's got no place on this show. We had a chat about this once in a meeting off air. Don't bring consequential thinking into the program. It's not where it belongs. Sorry. I think though Jeez, it's mate. a bit of a weird thing to smell like. I like cuz the moist KFC moist towelette 
is oh. possibly one of the greatest smelling towelettes you in the world as well. Yeah, yeah, you could, yeah. You could do, I sometimes, if I don't know deodorant, I'll just rub oh, it yeah. under my armpits. Under your armpits? I'll, I'll just what about the other? Under my cam pits. Yeah. <laughs> what about? <laughs> yeah, downstairs. What about for a quick... Yeah, uh, hot sweaty mm. arbo. Yeah, exactly. A great KFC oh. moist towelette. Yep. Fixes everything. Quick French prostitute shower. 100%. There you go. Uh, a pommy shower, I think it's called. Oh, no, it's a French prostitute shower. A prostitute shower, shower. I've right. I've taken it one extra level. You really did. I've given it the meal deal. <laughs> You've got all out. You got the corn cob and everything. Um, I I don't understand why you'd want to smell like fried food though. Because it's amazing. Fried food is amazing, and it is Friday. Yes. Have you noticed? Oh, what's that? What are you doing? Who's that? I remember Rebecca? Rebecca. Black? Yeah. Who? Yeah. Who? That was. She was like, what is she? Fifteen or something? And she just made it on her own. I remember hearing a song and thinking. It became a meme. Okay, okay. I was wrong before when I said that ISIS has no place. They, <laughs> they, they could do us all a favour. We should play that to ISIS. They'll back do off. Do you know what's upsetting it, about that? What? You're Everything? Right. That got created as a, as she, as she like a vanity project of yeah. hers and her mother's, and yeah. um, it became a laughing stock on the internet. Hmm. She's worth $1.2 million. Wow. Oh. Wow. So that's that's about a semi in, she's in 21. Coogee. She's, yep. 20, right. she's 21. Good on her. Oh. Anyway, I'm but it is Friday, Miss. It's Friday. Friday. It is Friday, so let's talk about frying. What's the best thing you've tried to fry? I've fried my brains in my twenties. Um, <laughs> I am trying to make up for it now with sobriety, but um, deep fried, <laughs> deep fried brain. I actually have eaten lamb's brains. I've had fried lamb's brains. Oh, deep fried. It's kind of goopy. Ooh. It's a bit. Uh, see, it's you... like a warm oyster. No, it's not delicious. No, because if you do, um, if you do lamb's fry on the pan, mm. all right, no dramas. But if you put it in deep fried oil, that's going to get. It's like a Mars bar. Yep, it's just going to go all gooey in the center. They like, cover it in breadcrumbs and chuck mate, it in. It just explodes. Me for, it's pretty disgusting. I had uh, fried grasshoppers when I was in Mexico as well. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, they tasted like um, little tiny that. shrimp. You could put them on. I was talking to Liam about it. You could put them on your pad thai, and you wouldn't know. That it wasn't prawns. They probably do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here Good comes Cam. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Making jokes about ladyboys around us again, eh? Just well, going out here. the back, getting the mortine. One triple three five three. It's Friday. What's the best thing you've tried to fry? Now, you might have put it in a deep fryer. You might have put it just in a pot with a heap of oil, and it might have gone up. It might have caught flames. It might have been delicious. Mm. I know that some people like to deep fry pizza. I've what? Never... Yeah, you get a pizza. Wow. You, you dip it in batter. Yes. Yeah, like a beer batter, mm. and then you chuck that in your deep fryer. Kablamma! Apparently, wow. next level incredible. Wow! Oh god! Remember what? when Chinese restaurants used to put ice cream in the deep fryer? Oh yes, that Holy was incredible. Shit. Why did so they stop excited. doing that? Cam I actually freaked out was when you did that. Him. When you did that, I turned to the door of the studio, thinking that Russell Crowe just rocked up. I freaked out. I thought someone famous has walked in with some deep fried Mars bar and it was this serendipitous moment. But no, you just had a flashback. Deep fried ice cream. (laughs) Go China. One, triple, three, five, eight. One, triple, three, five, three. What's the best thing you've tried to fry? (laughs) Ice cream. So many calls coming through on what have you tried to fry? Because it's. Friday. Friday. Yeah, oh God, don't do that again. Okay, man, so. I'm gonna. There's no way known. There's a bucket of chicken somewhere in Sydney. He's just mm. gonna cop a beating <laughs> from my face at some stage, probably straight after work. It's just gonna go. Oh God, it was bad enough being fried. Here comes Watsy, and I'm gonna demolish that piece of chicken after all this talk. But we're asking you, what have you tried to fry? We've got Aaron in Campbelltown. Hello, mate. 
Yeah, g'day, bud. How are you, Matt? Very good indeed, Aaron. What have you tried to fry? Mate, I tell you what, it was about three Fridays ago. About, uh, mate, I'm 38, mate. It's taken me this long to discover it. A mate of mine, we had a few beers. We run out of, you know, the pizzas wouldn't deliver, nothing like that. So he's, he said to me, oh, I'll throw a few party pies and sausage rolls in the, in the deep fryer. Oh. Anyway, mate, I'll tell you what, I, I was like, nah, stop it. You know, put them in the oven, we'll wait an hour. Anyway, I'll tell you what, three minutes later, dead set, freezer to the deep fryer, three minutes later, you got a crispy egg party pie, and, and it went all right, eh? Wow. All right. Wow. Oh, I've never, ever heard of anyone frying a pie. And like no. you, Aaron, I'm kind of stunned right. that it hasn't been done before. I know. Yeah, so, mate, like I said, I'm 38. I just turned 38 last week. And, never, uh, too mate, and, <laughs> never too late. Never too late to fry. That's what, right. It's never too late, and, and it's, mate, put the oven away. Yeah, you're never too old to fry new things. Ah, uh, <laughs> well done. You got <laughs> there. <laughs> it took a bit of work. Yeah, yeah, it it did, took a bit yeah. of work. But uh, the thing is, that's already, because you don't have to put any batter around that. No, that's, you've got that, the pastry there. And I'm sure it just goes all crispy and crunchy and then. The best thing, too, is pissed blokes with hot oil. Oh, late mate. at night. That's because that's safe. It's... You're asking for trouble though. That you're making a, a little bomb essentially. You yeah. bite into that thing. That's yeah. just going to explode over your face. I... It's deep fried. You got the oil plus the pie center. Poof. Yeah. But no thanks, mate. But it's delicious. It's though. delicious. Delicious <laughs> agony. <laughs> Ross in Bluehaven. G'day, mate. Yeah. How you going, boys? Very, good, very good, mate. What have you tried to fry? Um, well, I worked in a restaurant and uh, we thought we were going to come up for a vegetarian dish. It was our turn to cook lunch, and uh, we had. A, um, one vegetarian out of all of us, and uh, we decided to get a, a good old iceberg lettuce leaf, and uh, we, we we battered her up, crumbed her up, and uh, deep fried it, and we uh, made a lettuce leaf parmigiana. That is magnificent. That sounds shit. Because the lettuce part, <laughs> the lettuce bit. Would, uh, how did it come out limp. though, Ross? How was um, it? Look, it, it was um, it, it was eventful. It was um, a lot of <laughs> popping and slapping in the uh, deep fry because was... of all the water <laughs> content from the lettuce leaf. Um, of course. Um, a few of us nearly got burnt from it. But um, yeah. other than that, it looked all right. Yeah, looked all right. It and, looked all right. And, and how did it taste? Terrible. That's um, a... It did taste like shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ian in Sutherland. G'day, mate. Welcome back to the show. G'day, boys. How you going? Very good. good. What have you chucked in a deep fry? Battered deep-fried Oreos. Oh, the biscuits. You throw them in the freezer, put them through your sweet batter, and then throw them straight in there for a couple of seconds, and they are the most delicious thing you've ever had. Did you you come up with that yourself? Uh, No, I stole it off someone on a thing we call Man Day. Man what? Man Day. It's where... uh, it's a bunch of guys get together and you're only allowed to eat food that can be fried or barbecued. Oh, I like, I like <laughs> that. I like mandate. But an, an Oreo cookie, because you've got so the good. cream in the centre there, The chocolate does the chocolate melt a little bit, and Does it kind of break down a, a touch? No, it stays a little bit crunchy, but you're spot on with the centre. It just goes runny and gooey. Oh, oh far out. So good. Oh. I still, to this day, oh, have not cool. had a, a deep-fried Mars bar. I've never had one. What? Never I've never. Is it amazing? I've I, never yeah, had one. The South Australia, the, it's meant to have been invented in Adelaide, I thought it was your Scotland. hometown. It's, it's, oh, it's, really? It was invented in Scotland. Well, right. Adelaide, yeah, we're trying to claim stuff. Yeah, of course. Um, they They've mate, also got the highest percentage of serial killers per capita, mate. So, yeah. Yeah. you know. Yeah. Well, well, so yeah. we invented that. We can claim <laughs> yeah. that, but we can't have yeah. No, So you, you yeah. get a Mars bar, you, you, you dip it in uh, batter, yeah. and then you put it into a barrel yeah. where Any, somebody's yeah. <laughs> Let it let it ferment and, and take its money. Yeah, any, any, good, any good fish and chip shop will do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. All right, let's move on. We've still got plenty of calls. We've got Nathan in Penrith. Hello, Nathan. 
Yeah, good afternoon, fellas. How are we? Very good, good mate. What have you chucked in a deep fryer? Uh, it's not me. It's me mate's old man. He used to do it regularly. Uh, bacon. Oh, yeah. yeah fried bacon. Great. I've got to be honest, Nate, that's not blowing my no, mind. Deep fried. <laughs> yeah, but it goes crispy instantly. It'd be like, you know, when you just overcook it in the pan mm, and it's mm. crunchy the Americana style way. That'd yeah. be great. Here's the thing, Nate. It was never going to not be great because bacon's bacon. good. I mean, you just. <laughs> yeah, that's true, really. It's never going to fail. It could never <laughs> yeah, fail. Yeah, me, me, uh, me mate, he uh, tried it one day. His old man said, Do you have a go at this? And he said, Yeah, I nearly had a coronary straight away. So. I was going to say, because <laughs> yeah. you, you look at a strip of bacon, Nathan, you just go, You know what's missing? Fat. <laughs> <laughs> Fat and oil. <laughs> this needs a deep fried lettuce leaf to just, just round it out a little bit. Just, just, just make me feel a little bit healthy. Yeah. Yeah, the healthy choices. <laughs> Andrew in Rouse Hill, take us home, mate. We're talking about things you can chuck in a deep fry. Mate, um, this was a bit of a Bradbury of, um, of things to deep fry, but we were out fishing one day and we ran out of flathead fillets to batter, but we had plenty of batter left, so there was a can of Spam. So Spam fingers it was. <laughs> spam fingers? That sounds disgusting. Yep, and it was better than the flathead. I was, no, no, it wasn't. Amazing. Flathead is one of the finest fish. Spam How dare you, king, sir? It's the king of fish. Some of the greats. And what were you Spam, doing? Spam. That's just mystery meat. Oh, yeah, but look, you don't look. They gave it to people in the war. You yeah, they also they feed it to dogs, mate. It's pal. It's, it's, it's jazzed up pal. Uh, but here's the thing, though, Andrew. You got a can of spam on a boat. Surely it's like bananas. It doesn't belong there. It's just bad luck. <laughs> <laughs> no fish, look, mate. Look, boys, it, it worked. It worked. Yeah. No, it was it great. You, you loved took it. the spam on board and you didn't have any fish. <laughs> spam is not your friend. Here comes the money. Sorry, I think you've forgotten the bit where you give me some money. Because someone has to pay Merrick's salary. Here's a word from our sponsor. G'day, this is Mark Howard. If you're into sport, you'll love my podcast, The Howie Games. Experience raw, open and honest conversations with a bevy of sporting superstars. Hello, Kevin Peterson. Yeah, I've heard a lot about The Howie Games. Kathy Freeman. Hi, thanks for being you. Mitch Fanning, welcome to The Howie Games. Yeah, Howie, how are you, mate? That's the Howie Games, and it's on Podcast One now. Download the app or listen at podcastone.com.au. No matter what you're into, there's one for everyone. Podcast One. Cam Knight with me this afternoon, and very shortly we will be doing a When Animals Attack Part Five. And can yeah. I say it Here is getting thin? Is it? You're oh, running out of we're animals. Running out of animals. You're gonna. Get, you just go through the don't, arc, mate. Mate, don't make excuses. Oh. Like one of those blokes <laughs> yeah. before they take to the footy field. Oh, I can't do I've it had, anymore. I've had a bit of a sore back this oh, week. Yeah. Might have to oh. sit it out. Yeah, I might not be very good today. Hey, they're not making any new animals. All right, I'm oh. just saying it's getting tougher to find animals. You mate, should go they deep. Are go new deep. Animals. They're down deep in the deep ocean. James Cameron's been discovering them, mate. But follow, about, follow his journey. But what about schnoodles? <laughs> where were schnoodles? What is a schnoodle? Where, exactly. Where were they? Twenty five years. They are making new animals. A schnoodle doesn't attack. No, it doesn't. It what annoys. Do they, do? they annoy you. When animals that's annoy. A, that's, a, that's the next one. When animals annoy. A shih tzu. That's shih tzu. When animals they annoy. They just are. The name is shit. Yeah. 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 Cool. <laughs> Great. I've got a bit of a problem with uh, an animal at the moment. My, I have a dog. I've had a dog since I was 30. It was my birthday present for my 30th birthday present. And then when my first child arrived, we had to remove him from our house because we don't have the room to accommodate children and animals. Because he, he was sleeping in the cot. And he, he kept, yeah, he kept sucking on Belle's breast <laughs> for milk and no. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, <laughs> he was actually challenging. He, he, he went was, from wearing the, the collar around his neck to wanting it in uh, his mouth. Yeah. Walking, walking around the house trying to one-up the baby. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> and uh, it was a Simpsons-style household. Yeah. Um, 
we don't have a backyard. And when I went away, because I travel quite a lot doing comedy, um, whenever Belle was breastfeeding, the dog, uh, Samson, would uh, growl and get quite aggressive. Oh, Because no, he wanted really? attention and What's sort of dog? food. He's a Ridgeback, crossbow oh, Mastiff. He's yeah. an awesome dog, but... You know, just could get a bit snappy. We yeah, started yeah. getting a bit scared. Maybe he could do something to to Archie, and so we um that we we now have been paying for him to live on a farm out near Canberra. And uh, are you kidding? Yeah, he's he's basically in a retirement village for dogs. There's all these other dogs out there. He has a fantastic time. Yeah. And <laughs> it's yeah. costing us mm-hmm. a shitload of money. How much? <laughs> it's 400 bucks a month. What? He's been out there for three years. It's that's five grand a that's, year. Yeah, it's five grand a year. It's nearly 15 grand for three years we've spent on this dude's retirement. And my wife and I are working on a budget at the moment, and she actually looked me in the eye and said, I think we need to kill Samson. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I, I don't even know. Like, 100%. here's the thing. These people. He's already on the farm. Send he's him on the, the farm, farm from but, the farm. Yeah. Is he? Because here's the thing. I haven't seen him for three years. And oh. every now and then they send a photograph of him. Oh. They could have taken all those photographs in the first week. This could be a Snowtown dog. Oh, it is. Thing yeah. going on. He's yeah. in a barrel. Samson's in a barrel. And they're just like, no, he's fine. He's fine. Keep paying the money. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. What, am I going to go out to some farm in Canberra to find out? No. No one's going to go to Canberra. Why would you get to Canberra? Who wants to go there? There's a roundabout there it's for a, a reason place. so you can turn around and exactly. go home. It's I know. It. It's a safe place for them because they go. the likelihood of anybody coming to visit a dog in yeah. Canberra is yeah. zero. zero. Next time I mean, they send you a photo, Cam, yeah. insist that they include today's newspaper. That's with right. It. Next yeah, week, he's like going to have it in his style. mouth. He's yeah. just chewed it up. Yeah, yeah that's it. be holding the Canberra Times. <laughs> see the date clearly. If he, if he is, yeah. by some small stroke of miracle, he is still alive, mm. right? Um... Will you have him put down? I don't know if I could. He's my mate. How old is he? Oh, he's now okay. So he's, he's what is he? He's twelve. I've got he's, I've got mates who are forty, and I would put them down. <laughs> <laughs> so but twelve is what is it? Is it that's in dog, dog years. years, mate? He's he's probably seventy. Se- yeah, he's pretty four. That's a good innings, 84, isn't it? Is Eighty four. That's older. That's older than my dog, dad. You know, seven, years. seven years to a human. Seven years to a human. Yeah, yeah. he's had a really good you life. Dog years and maths. And he's having the life that I want. I want to live out on a farm, but I can't afford it because he's out there on it. You know, Heaps like the, he's he's got. Oh, the, oh, oh come on! That was well played. That, yeah, was, that was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Not as good as my B giving the ice his finger, but anyway. Oh, well, <laughs> no, I would say it was. It was <laughs> yeah, okay. Would you? Would you kill a dog that you've had? You know, for no reason. There's nothing wrong with him. It's just that he's costing you money. I can't. I can't bring myself to do that. He's, he's my mate. I've given a couple of animals the green dream. <laughs> <laughs> they were perfectly yeah. healthy. They weren't no, even, no, and they we, weren't even yours? We, no, we, <laughs> we had a cat and we yeah. had a, a couple of cats and they were, uh, you know, one was very, very old and he was decrepit and it was a bit sad. So we gave him the green dream. Another, mm. another one was had cancer. We gave him the green dream. Yeah, see, another that's, one, good, that's we, good reasons. We had another a cat and it just... Just looked at me funny. <laughs> <laughs> so, Get the carrier box, mate. He goes, no, no, is, is I can change my cat. ways. And I said, no, you right. had a chance. You're gone. You've you had your moment. Shh. Are you saying you'll do it for Cam, Mez? You're going to you put my it. dog down. Is there a price? Is it going to cost me? It's going to cost you less than 400 bucks a month. <laughs> <laughs> now. Cameron Knight is an Australian comedian and television personality born in Cummins, South Australia. That's the first line of his Wikipedia page, and to be honest, his song's a bit of a failure. It went downhill, didn't it? Come on.
<laughs> that is my favourite guest song that we've got. Yeah, I, I reckon that's, that's a cracker. Cam Knight. I want it. I want to get a copy of that and put it on my phone. Just Liam? for a ringtone. Sure. Can I have that? Liam? I'll send it to you. Can we make it available to anyone look... else who wants it? Imagine <laughs> 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 that, just being on a bus and hearing Ooh, that. Hang I'd on. freak out. Hang on a second. Now internet handles the downloads, mate. <laughs> it's going to be huge. <laughs> <laughs> Is the NBN up? <laughs> Cam Knight's with me, and something uh, Cam Knight and I like to do uh, on occasion mm. is when animals attack. When animals attack. Now, I cannot stress. Oh, yeah, here we go. You we ran are, out of animals. We are out of animals. So make them up. Join them together. Mate, just, <laughs> just join, get a half of one animal and the back end of the other yeah. and go, what are you going to do now, champ? No, get That's, mythological. You know, get inventive, <laughs> mate. Be God. Exactly. <laughs> Why are you? Get mythological. First of all, he's given up too quickly, right? Know, because what yeah. he's doing is he, he's, he's only dealing with things in the real world, and that's your problem. I've never well, had an issue or, with only dealing with things in the real I? world. Okay, so or here we go. am I? Okay, here's that's one. It. I'm just going to throw one at you, Liam. Let's okay. just see how you go here. Okay. How do you survive a centaur attack? There you go. What do you do? You what do laugh. You... I looked at this today. What? Centaurs. <laughs> Did you? <Yeah>. Centaurs <laughs> and minotaurs? Yeah. I think you have to make it fall in love with you, don't you? Yeah. Is that what you <laughs> Don't you do that? You, you heal their broken heart and then they turn back into normal men? Is you, that you're, right? thinking, you're thinking, you're thinking of someone truth. who goes to Centre Link. Oh, there yeah. we go. Oh, yeah. Right, okay. There we go. Yeah. Here we go. No, so uh, we, have, we, have, we are starting to scrape the barrel. Uh, Cam, you're up first today. Okay, cool. Okay. How do you survive an attack from a giant anteater? Oh, Ooh. excellent. Great. You just, you've got to... Run towards a termite mound, and um, <laughs> and feed them their d- most favourite delicious food. I'm going to get cheese. Mars bars. Mars bars. Deep fried Mars bars. Imagine they turn around one day. Like, seriously. And Andy he just goes, I've been eating ants for all this time. Oh, my thinking? God. Jesus. I can work uh, rest and play now. What is this? <laughs> um, I'm going to give you a point. Feed it. Now, no, don't feed it. Oh, don't feed no, it. No, I'm... I, I'm not giving you the point for that bit. Right. Um, it's because I said the word run? It's, yeah, basically. Great. You're a pretty good chance of escaping a giant anteater attack because they've yeah. got poor vision and hearing and they're prone to being run over by cars. So they're idiots. Yeah, what are you, why are they attacking <laughs> you in the first place? What, are they, well, what would they do? What damage the would thing, they do people, to you? They have killed people. Get out of here. They have killed people. Yeah, how? Got wicked claws. Um, really sharp claws. Exactly. Merrick Watts. Because yeah, they, that's point. how they get into the, into the um, uh, ant mound. Into the ant mound. They're, they're made of, you know, it's essentially compressed dirt. It's, yeah. very, it's like concrete. Yeah. And they get in there with their giant claws and they mm. rip it They'll open. They'll rip you open and then put that yeah, big yeah. bloody it's nose well, that in you. that huge tongue that, that they've got that goes that? down there. Oh, the longest know. tongue in the animal know. kingdom. Is it? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, that's not know. actually true, but anyway. <laughs> what is it? By size. Uh, I don't know. Maybe a whale. Maybe a whale. Maybe a whale's got the longest tongue. Pretty long. Maybe longest a chameleon on maybe the land. Maybe, 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 a chameleon. maybe a chameleon's got a longer tongue than an ant. Maybe it does. Maybe okay. it has. Well, I said right, maybe. Well, if, I didn't you put, say it does if you put maybe before it, it's like saying allegedly. This has turned into a different stories. game, by the way. This is what animal has the longest tongue. Maybe you're a member of Al Qaeda. <laughs> There we go. Allegedly. You mean allegedly. No, um, I said maybe. <laughs> uh, yeah, but you know, there's a. Mm. if you've seen the photos of the giant ant eaters online, you often see them almost standing up looking like they want to give you a hug. Yeah. yeah. That's their aggressive stance. Having a cuddle. That means so it if, can be confusing. Yeah. If you go over and give them a cuddle, that's yeah. when, like Miss says, they jam you with the claws. Oh. They kill people. Mm. It's no good. Isn't that weird? That is weird. All right, Merritt, you're up. Okay. 
And you know, the other way to beat them too, mm. is just roundhouse kick him right in the head. That's just, true. Just letting you know. That would not happen. If you've got wicked skills. Merrick, how do you yes, survive go. an attack from a beaver? Ooh, oh, well, oh, you never fight Do you know what? Just I never succumb. even thought about what Are I was you an idiot? Are you an idiot? I'm an idiot. You're an idiot. Uh, what, you're an idiot. You, what were you thinking you with this? You just let it attack you oh, just and attack you again and again and again and again and again. And then you know what you do? In three seconds If it looks like it's bored and it's going away, antagonize it again and again and again and again. Aren't you supposed to listen to it and understand it? You're supposed to listen to its problem. Problems and understand it and be caring, that aren't is, you? I put my hand up. That is 100% on me. I've got, I've got a few others. Got a few others. <laughs> you stroke it in submission. No, okay. You don't? Okay. Right. Look, you know what? <laughs> You're fine. It's got a tiny mm-hmm. little... Bud on it, it's like oh, kind of no. like you are yeah, not. Yeah, no, You're in not. in my in my yeah. notes. It did say keep children far away from beavers at That's all times. Yes, so. good. Look, well, I'm um, look, Mez, you're gonna get a point because yeah, damn right I am. What right. for letting it attack <laughs> you? No, just he yeah. said you've got to let it attack you and then antagonize it. Oh, all right, and then all right. Make up with right. It. I want to know what the answer was though. Uh, for the most part, they're not aggressive, but they do. If you get in its area. Mm. They bite. <laughs> Sorry. So you get true. in the beaver's area. Yeah. Then they what often, happens? They often give off alert signals before. Oh, yeah? What do they sound like? <laughs> What's that sound like? <laughs> if that, beavers oh, suspect that danger is coming in the water, they often snarl in its direction. <laughs> snarl and what? All right. We're moving on. Okay. <laughs> Cam. Best day Cam. at work ever. Cam. Sorry. How do you survive yes, I'm an here. attack yes. from a hyena? Oh. Right. You've got to make yourself look big. You've got to get... This is because I remember watching The Gods Must Be Crazy 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and in both One occasions... One of the best animal documentaries in Africa. It's great, great movies. Um, you've got to go and try and find, like, a big piece of bark or something and then shove it on top of your head and make it look like you're taller. Really? Yeah. Yes. yeah. Basically, you do have to... Do not run away. No. Because it makes them... If, even if they're not aggressive, it makes them interested and they'll chase you. Do not lie down and play dead like you do with no, bears because, no, no. again, they're curious, yep. so they will come over and have a bit of a sniff. Don't uh, give you, it a cover, cuddle. They actually recommend that if it moves towards you, mm. you should suddenly move a few steps towards it You've as got to be aggressive you're the predator yeah. in yeah, the okay. scenario. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, okay. I'd front kick it. Yeah. No, I'd roundhouse it. I'd round you roundhouse that yeah, as well? Just after would, taking out an yeah, anteater, you just show the anteater. See that? Yeah, that could yeah. be you in a minute, champ. Get out of here. All right, Merrick, here we go. All right, here we go. How do you survive mm. an attack mm. from Bigfoot? Oh, he has come up with a, f- According a strange one. According to like bigfootfinder.com. Oh, oh. Wow. So it's got, it's got to be fact. What, <laughs> what technique gives you the best tactic, gives you the best chance of survival against Bigfoot? So it's half man, half bear. Well, we it's don't a big know person that. Thing. It's a, it could be, it's, we don't know exactly. We don't it, could know. Be, it could be, it's a primate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So how do you, atta- how do you survive, survive an attack? attack. From, it's easy. And this is the correct answer. Mm -hmm. You take a photo of it. (laughs) Because if you go to take a photo of it, it clearly runs away. Because they always do, don't they? They are shy. The camera shy animals, aren't they? That's true. I like where he went with that. Or your roundhouse kick it in the face. (laughs) 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 Or my old uh, faithful, a bazooka. (laughs) (laughs) What is it? What is it? You're supposed to try and show it that you're not tasty. How do you do that? By get licking it, well, your arm so and making a, a disgusting face. Make sure you don't get out of a KFC finger-licking good bath bomb because <laughs> then the, this thing's going to, it's on. Where do they 
then even know that it's omnivorous or can't, uh, carnivorous? Because it's, uh, it's not a, a real thing. So hang on, do well, you then have to why then? Why have they got an answer for something that's not real? <laughs> how how do you make well. yourself untasty? So, hang on, you got to what smear like poo all over you to make yourself look un- unattractively food? Like, yes, not food Ken, you, you have to smear poo on yourself. Hang that on, is the great answer. Hang on, hang on, hang on. That's only going to work if you're in Germany. Okay, <laughs> so and they're not from. They're in. They're in North America. This is not, this. You know what? This quiz. It's the best run quiz. its course. Come on, no, no. I didn't say we're going to stop. <laughs> this is, it's clearly this is, run its course. This is the greatest it's part over. of my day. It's finished. it's finished. It will be back again next week. <laughs> and an interesting thing's happened today in the city. On Castle Ray Street, hundreds, possibly thousands of bees have taken objection to a motorbike. <laughs> hundreds, possibly thousands. Well, Unconfirmed mate, reports no, of millions. Who's doing a head count on bees? <laughs> Seriously, nobody's that big into apiary, are they? Oh, I suppose apiary, sir. Um, anyway, it's it's swarmed. There's a, a stack of motorbikes, all different colours, and for some reason, the bees have taken massive objection to one motorcycle, a Mercury motorcycle, and I can understand why, because that's the motorbike you buy when you don't know anything about motorbikes. Um, just, it is true. It's a bit of a sledge. They're not... They're not for people who really like motorbike right. riding. Uh, but the interesting thing is it's swarmed a motorcycle and then everyone's going, get some news crews down there because it sounds too good to be true, mm. but it's not. And Jane Azapardi from Channel 9 News was on the scene. She joins us on the line now. Jane, <laughs> this is the weirdest call out for a news story you've had in a while. I think you could say it was unbelievable. Ah, beautiful. <laughs> I love it. Oh, look how crazy. When you see these pictures, you just kind of scratch your head and go, what is going on? But the story behind it is kind of even crazier because the first bloke to spot this huge swarm of bees, would you believe it, was a beekeeping student by the name of Nick. He got on the phone to his beekeeping instructor, a lady by the name of Vicky Brown, who works at uh, Urban Beehives out in Matraville. She started heading down there. Nick got there first has to take a photo opportunity, sits on the bike full of bees for the picture. Uh, Vicky gets there. She's getting to work nice and calmly, but somebody else has panicked, and they've called the fire brigade who've headed down there. (laughs) And then you see these kind of four big burly uh, firefighters standing around watching Vicky get the bees off the bike. Now, you you guys will have the footage on Channel 9 News tonight, yeah. I assume, Jane, and it might yeah. even have it up online already, but I've I've just seen a still photo from the <laughs> event, and this woman is, is wearing no protective clothing whatsoever and is using her hands to, to I presume, coax them back into some sort of beehive box or something. Is that what happened? How did, what yeah, did she do? Did she modern parenting she... techniques to get it back in? <laughs> Naughty corner? Well, what was it? Well, well, I've described Vicky as the bravest woman in Sydney, which she laughed at, of course, because she's an apiarist. And she says that the bees have swarmed around this bike because they don't have a home. And that means that they're scared. Aww. And so they're not defensive. And so they're not dangerous. So she's gone in there, not worried about being stung at all. She's searched for the queen. We've, we've got her on tape saying, I've got the queen. I've got the queen here. The rest will be fine now. And she puts them inside uh, a, a beehive and takes takes them away. And this is the thing that I never knew. Did you know that there are uh, apiaries with beehives in company buildings and hotels all around the centre of Sydney? No, I didn't know that. What what do they do that for? What's the purpose for that? Well, companies like Urban Beehives have, have, have these beehives and these apiaries in all these different buildings. They take them there, the bees are happy, and they use it to make local honey, which they then sell. 
And I just never knew in the city that I've lived in most of my life that that happened. Bloody bees. So, They're great, aren't they? <laughs> they <laughs> Bloody are great. Just very quickly, where do you sit on the whole honey versus creamed honey? You know, when you get the Capilano in the in the tub or you get it out oh. of a bottle or you get it out of a jar? Which Because we have heaps of, of honey at home. Love the stuff. <laughs> Well, look, I like the squeezy bottle because yeah. it's easier yeah. and it's less mess. My yeah. partner, though, thinks that's sacrilege, and so we have to have jars. Right. You know what I love? Yeah. Creamed honey. When you have to get a knife to oh, get no, it out. I didn't. Oh, creamed oh, honey. I've never had that. It's the best. All it is is just whipped honey. It's like you know, you like you whipped cream. You just whip the honey, and it turns into Amazing. a kind of solidified form. So there you go. We're all learning this, things today, Jane. That's the important thing. Is this one of the conversations <laughs> you thought you'd be having when you finished journalism school, Jane, with uh, oh, Merrick Watts on radio about creamed honey? I'm pretty sure that this was not on the top of the list, but it's given me quite a buzz. Oh. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely melliferous. That means to produce honey. Okay. Nah. All right. It wasn't Jane quite wins. as good. Well, it's a big word and it was used appropriately. And let's just all move on. Jane, thank you very much for your time. One triple three five three. I want to open the phones now. When have you been stung by a bee? Whereabouts? Like, we well, you got a bloke, Dave, in the office. We were just talking about it today. Mm. He got stung inside the ear canal, like deep inside, practically in his brain area, got stung right near the, I presume it would have been the cochlea, <laughs> and got him right in the, in the inside of his ear, and it swelled up and it went purple. Now, years ago, I was motorbike riding on a proper motorbike, because I can and I had full body armor on, like a full suit, leathers mm. on, and uh, neck protector, the whole lot, right? I, I kid out when I go riding. And I was on the back roads way up south of Adelaide, miles in the middle of nowhere, near a place called Strathalbyn. Anyway, flying along at the speed limit <laughs> <laughs> and uh, copped something in the neck. And I went, oh, the tiniest little piece of my skin was a, like, like literally a centimeter of my neck was exposed. And I had driven. Into the ass of a bee. <laughs> you caught up to it. And it oh, yeah, well, as I said, mate, the speed yeah. limit is 100 there. Mm. And, and so bees are, have a max flying speed of 95. So you were definitely. Yeah, hit it at five kilometers an hour. That's exactly. right. <laughs> and it got, its ass went straight into my throat, got me right on the larynx. And I went, oh, I thought it was a stone, but mm. it really, really hurt. And I went, all right. So I pulled over the bike and I had a look in the mirror and I, there was a dead bee there. And I just went, oh my God. And the sting was right in my throat. And I was in the middle of nowhere on a back ass country road all by myself. I went, holy Jesus. So first of all, obviously I pulled out the sting, put it down my pants and just stabbed myself repeatedly. (laughs) Just stabbed it. And then I remembered the stings only work once. And I went, oh, this is just going from bad to worse. But then my throat started to swell up and I went, oh, hang on, this could be bad because if it swells up and cuts off the oxygen to my brain, uh, we'll probably have no recognisable reaction to that. (laughs) So I went straight to a chemist and they gave me some strong antihistamines and I was fine and I lived. But at the time, I mean, it sounds like the the strong plot line for a movie. You're a... (laughs) Don't be a... One triple three five three. Look how many people are calling through with amazing yeah, stories. I right? know, and they'll probably be as good, if oh, not better, than my probably, story. They'll probably be as good, yeah. if not, or possibly maybe not as good. Doesn't yeah. matter. Ruth's got a cracker. I can tell. She's sixty two. She's called through. She's going to talk to me very shortly. Sixty two. Shush. Where where is a bee stung you? It's going to be awesome. Here comes the money. Sorry, I think you've forgotten the bit. 
where you give me some money. Because someone has to pay Merrick's salary. Here's a word from our sponsor. Ever get the feeling the world could be a better place but don't know how to do anything about it? I'm Amanda Tattersall. If you want to change the world, my podcast one series, Changemakers, is the one for you. Stories from around the world that show change is possible and give you tips to help make it happen. Stories of people who've been shot at, jailed and threatened with life behind bars simply because they want the world to be a better place. Download the app or listen now at podcastone.com.au. No matter what you're into, there's one for everyone. Podcast One. <laughs> Ridiculously, the phones have gone nuts for bee talk. A motorcycle in the city was covered in bees all under control. Now it'll be on the news tonight, though. Good times. I like it. And I'm asking you, where have you been stung by a bee? Got Carl in Matraville. Hello, mate. Yeah, g'day, America. How you doing? Very good indeed. Where did a bee get you? Uh, I was the same as you. I was on my motorbike riding along with the visor open. No. And then I just got this sting right below my eyeball. Like, oh. And I had everything went watery. I couldn't see a thing. All I had to do was just break and hope I didn't get hit or hit anyone. Mm. Yeah. Pulled over. Eventually, I got my eyes cleared. I didn't know what it was. Looked in the mirror, and all you could see was the arse end and the sack pumping still. Oh, pumping oh. sack? Still pumping the venom into my eye. Nothing so worse exactly pumping what sack it on your eye. I'll tell you oh. that right now. <laughs> So, yeah, so then I knew exactly what had happened. It's very important you uh, rehearse which words you're going to use before you come on out with Merrick what? Watts, Carl. He's talking about bees, mate. Yeah, I know. Get a handle on it. That's incredible, Carl. Lucky I do not get, want to get a handle to... on a pumping sack. No, no. Later. <laughs> Children listen to this show, mate. Pull it back. Lucky you didn't get him in the eyeball. So you don't want a pumping sack on your ball. <laughs> okay, Brendan. Hello, Brendan. Hey, man, happy Friday. Happy Friday to you, brother. Having a great time. Where did bees sting you? I got stung on the face, but where I got stung isn't, isn't the thing. It's like, I got stung when we were fishing out in Brisbane waters just outside the head. So I got stung in the middle of the ocean by a bee. What really? the? What's a bee doing there? That's exactly my thought. What the hell is a bee doing here? Did you take it on so, the boat, you reckon, maybe? Maybe it was, it was stuck on the boat somewhere, and then you've gone out know, in the middle man. of the ocean. We had the boat out there for a few hours before this bee just appeared, so I don't know. Oh, that's rough, though. Whereabouts in the face, exactly? Uh, just on the cheek, just above, just underneath the eye. Oh, you see, and there's nothing you can do. Once you're out at sea, that's it. What do you do? Well, did, did you... I couldn't exactly tell them how to take the boat and have been stung by a bee. No, exactly. <laughs> 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 it's a special fishing trip as well, so just a yeah, thanks for your call, Brendan. That's great. Good story. Yeah, to Shan- ask a mate to suck, suck the poison out. out. No, you don't do that. Chantel in the Blue Mountains. Yes. Welcome to the show. Yes. Hello. How you going? Good. It's weird. I just pulled over and it's in exactly the same spot that there was a wasp in my car one day and I crazily pulled over and was trying to get it out. Incredible. <laughs> have you been <laughs> stung by strange. have you been stung by bee in a weird yeah, place? Yeah, I got stung. Um I was watching my friend play soccer and I had like one of them fold up chairs with a can of coke in the arm holder. Oh, yeah. And um, I had a sit, and the bee got me on the roof of my mouth. <gasps> Inside your mouth? Yeah, the first time I'd ever been stung by a bee. Ow! And how'd you get and the stinger I, I, out? And um, Well, um, my friend's mum was having a look, and she was trying to pull it out. We ended up getting it out with our fingernails, but Jeez. it was pretty traumatic. I'm super paranoid about cans now. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It, it, you know, yeah. it could have gone in your throat, Chantel. Yeah, and, and like I, the bee come out of my mouth. Yeah, that's 
Why are you trying to scare Chantel more? No, because that's one of the things about soft drinks. When you have soft drinks, you've got to be careful of bees and wasps because yeah. they're attracted to the sugar. Yeah. And then the big problem is that you, you swallow and it stings you in the neck and you can it, you sw- throw it or swallow up and you die. Plus, nobody wants a pumping sack. No, in their... but that's why Coke brought out yeah. Coke Zero B. You're an idiot. <laughs> You're an idiot. You've been an idiot so many times today. And that's my. That's actually my role, Liam, so stop oh, trying to move into my territory. Ben in Belrose. Hello, mate. Good evening, Jess. How are you? Good. Where did a bee sting you? I got stung in the ear. I was walking past um, a whole lot of beehives on a farm, actually doing a property inspection. And as we walked past, like Elmer Fudd, trying to be very, very quiet, um, they saw us and came after us. So we did it about turn, running back to the car. The swarm caught up with me. I got stung twice. One got me in the neck on one side, but... Other one got me right in the ear, oh. so the whole side of my face blew up, and my colleague was a complete dweeb, just laughed his ass off as he ran back to the car, and I'm sort of trying to keep a straight face and and go back to the car. Got oh. back to work, and everyone thought it was very very funny. It, so it, here is, I am. it is Ben. It is very it does funny. Sound funny. Ben. Like I mean, I'm not going to no. lie, Ben. If I was there, I would have been on the floor laughing. Yeah. But happy hour that night, at least I got a free drink from everybody for my sorrow. Yeah, see, so that's, well, that's good then. You know, there's a bit of commiseration there. And then he goes, oh, poor Ben, let's buy, oh, you know what? I'm going to go put a beer, I'm going to go put a beat in my ear tonight and go get some beers for it. Oh, were you about to say you're going to go put a beer in your ear? That could happen too. That could easily happen. I think that's happened before. <laughs> Last call. Steve in Hornsby. G'day, mate. G'day, buddy. How are you? Very good. Whereabouts have you been stung by a bee? Okay, look, I'll try and keep it as clean as possible. Excellent. Here we go. Oh. Here we go. I'm, dri- I'm riding a uh, 350 um, Honda, and uh, I see this thing coming, and it hits me in the chest, and I don't think too much of it. It goes down my shirt, goes down my pants, and hits me on my best mate. <laughs> right on the – you got a sting on your stinger. Yeah. Oh, God. And uh, – I'm sort of looking at the traffic and people everywhere, and I'm thinking, this is one of those dilemmas in life you just got to solve really quick. What did you do? So I just pulled over the side of the road, dropped the bike on the ground, ripped my pants open, got the bee, pulled it out, with everybody watching me being half naked with a bell helmet on. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And I'm thinking to myself, this is just, just something else. So and you're I whack there... it in my pocket. Yeah. I whack it in my pocket. I go home. I told my old man, he thinks it's hilarious. He's laughing his guts out. Yeah, because, Steve, here's the tip-off, mate. It is hilarious. You got stung on your old fella by a bee, which means technically you had two pumping sacks down there. <laughs> <laughs> and it has been chaos today at the front of the Apple Store on George Street in the city as a bunch of nerds, uh, great Australians, uh, line up to get themselves the new iPhone 10, which mm. I've been calling the iPhone X. Yes. A lot of the nerds are just lining up because they just thought it was maybe a new X-Men film style oh. phone. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who's down there. But it's been chaos. But the big question that nobody's been facing is, what happened to the iPhone 9? It went from 8 to 10. Now, I'm not maths, but I can tell you that or English or grammar. But this, how come 9? Guys, we've just seen the final results of the iPhone 8 and the new iPhone 10. Needless to say, impressive. Now, how are you guys coming along with the very important iPhone 9? Good, good, really good. It's uh, it's it's pretty much done, but it's it's good. What do you mean it's pretty much done? We do go on sale next week. Really? Mmm. 
Mm, uh, oh, we'll be right. Glenn, uh, where are we at with the new screen? New screen? Yeah, the entire wraparound, fully glass, frameless dual screen with quad four processor. It's great. It's, well, the screen's up. We've, we've had some troubles joining the two screens to each other. Mm. How? Well, we tried sticky tape, um, Tarzan's grip, string, gaffer, but to tell you the truth, nothing works. So we just used some plastic on the back like a Nokia. What? But yeah. that will affect the facial recognition technology. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, there's a problem there as well. Sorry, are you joking? We sent you the recognition technology. Yeah, but we accidentally melded it with the Snapchat app. So? It should still have the recognition features. Yeah, it, it, it does, but with Snapchat. So? It only recognises dick pics. Oh, Jesus. Plus, you know how you wanted a cordless jack? Yeah, that's right, no headphone jack. Yeah, nah, couldn't do it. We, we didn't know where to not put it. What do you mean you didn't know where to not put it? You put it nowhere. It no longer exists. Well, we had a meeting to decide where not to put it on the mm, phone. Mm, and? Mm, oh, we couldn't decide. So? Uh, we ended up putting one where it was originally. But all you had to do was not put one on the phone. <sighs> yeah, sounds easy in hindsight, doesn't it? This is a disaster. <sighs> We're just going to run with the new 8 and the 10 and hope no one asks about the 9. Oh, that's good. Because, to be honest, they're so flammable. We've been using them as firelighters, haven't we? Glenn? Yeah. Every morning I get woken by the airplanes flying right over the top of my head. I know you think I'm singing about Barrickville, but switch the A out for an E instead. Merrickville, baby, we play on words. Merrickville. 104.9. Merrickville here on Triple M, and it has been a fantastic week. Thank you so much for your company. Always enjoy broadcasting to you. On Monday, Lawrence Mooney will be back in the studios, and hopefully we will have some sort of quiz about ice creams. <laughs> we'll see. Never again. We'll see how we go with the complaints. Big plans this weekend, Miss? Yeah, I've got huge plans this weekend. Yeah. Yep, just yeah. living the dream yeah. at, with my family yeah. at home. Great. Good times. <laughs> see you on Monday. Here's Battle of the Birds. Well, it's been a big week in Sydney, and as usual, it's time to call a meeting at the Merrickville Council Chambers to vote on which suburb gave us the best call this week. Merrickville has a rich tradition of callers who tell us about their awesome injury stories. And this week, we had some of our best ever. Matt and Miranda's sister kicked us off. I would have been in year five. My sister was in about year three. She was on the monkey bars and somehow, she was wearing a ring and somehow it's gotten caught on something in the ring and it's ripped her finger flat, like flush off. And the funniest part was the finger was jumping and twitching around on, in the bark. Then another mat in Marrickville's mate had us all squirming. Me mate, uh, dad set up a slip and slide and put the detergent on it. Yes. And he just put up a retaining wall and yes. set it straight up right on the corner of the retaining wall. Yeah. So my, my best mate went down at first. He smashed head first into the corner of the retaining wall oh. and then spun himself around somehow and lost his nad. Mark in Engadine's mate probably deserved it. Three of my friends who were brothers were playing darts in the backyard, dartboard on the tree. Yes. The game evolved into a let's throw the darts in the air and see where they land. Well, one of them wound up in the top of uh, one of the fellas' heads, buried up to the hilt. <gasps> While Scott in South Hurstville's mate almost won. We were playing totem tennis. He was going in for a big hit and he just slipped and went one leg either side of the pole. <sighs> 
and split the scrotum. Oh, oh. On the pole? He lost one of his um, Jack's crackers from it, yeah. Was it oh. one attached to the string? <laughs> <laughs> but when it comes to awesome injuries, we can never go past a Troy story. Because Troys always do the dumbest stuff. Allow Adam in Huntingwood to explain. We used to um, dip a tennis ball in uh, petrol, throw it around, and <laughs> ball goes up in the air, then comes running from nowhere. Here comes Troy. Ball, ball! Headbutt the ball, <gasps> covered in petrol. We are right next to a uh, bit of a creek. So he's gone running for the creek, dives in. The only thing, the creek was only a foot deep. That is just so classic for Troy. Troy sets fire to his own head. Troy dives into a dry river. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And let me guess, he burnt off all his hair? Yeah, yeah, he had no hair left and uh, a few scars in his head. And uh, I think he broke his collarbone too. Oh! oh. <laughs> you know what that is? Those three things make it a Troy Fector. <laughs> that was the Merrickville Catch-Up Podcast. Make sure you never miss a thing. Download the Merrickville Catch-Up from the Triple M app.